Episode nine. We are uh, in New West. Yes, on, we are on location. Good to see you guys in the flesh instead of a screen. It's been a long time since we've seen each other face to face. I feel like the first time or the last time we really got together around the podcast, other than to just drop off beers and stuff, was to start the podcast <laughs> when we met at uh, where was that Queen Elizabeth Park, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, well, we well, no, we, we did we, one with we, Casey. Yeah, we did Casey House of Fun. Right, right. But that was last summer, and I think yeah, I think that was the last time we've done a podcast in person. Yeah, I was so. thinking about it, and I think we actually started the podcast like a year ago, sort of. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So we're just treating yeah. this as an anniversary. It is. Yeah. Okay. Did wow. you guys bring gifts? <laughs> Aaron dropped off some shirts. Chris, what'd you get me? I guess I'm the only one that didn't bring <laughs> No, you brought the beer. You brought the beer. So, yeah. I'm bringing my uh, can-do attitude. Yeah. <laughs> but you actually dropped off more gifts. That's for your future for baby, kid. Yeah. That's not for you, okay? Which, that's a podcast announcement, by the way, too. Uh, yeah, Luke, what's the news? Um, turns out I'm going to be a father, which I feel I'm 30... I'll be 33 years old in July when the baby is due as well. Actually, a day after my birthday, she's due. Wait, whoa, you might actually have the ultimate birthday present. Yeah, totally. So, such as such as your kid to like upstage your own birthday. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Already pushing buttons. <laughs> um, so 33, I'll be. I don't feel like I'm mature enough, but I guess that comes when it's all uh, when it all goes down. No. I feel like everybody kind of everybody feels says like that. that like when they're preparing to have a kid. But yeah. I think you kind of grow up pretty quick once you have a kid and have those responsibilities. So cheers to you and congrats to you and Brooks, man. So Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats thank to you guys. you guys. So yeah, this is The Dregs. I'm Aaron from the Cascading Beer Podcast. That was Luke from Van Pours. And who else is the Chris third? from Van Pours. Yeah. Little. If you don't know us by now, welcome. <laughs> that means you're new here. What have you been doing? We've uh, done eight episodes. You should in, know In a us year. I mean, like... Hey, if anybody can bet uh, the next date of our next episode, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you some beer. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we have a tight production schedule here. Like, yeah. Very sporadic. <laughs> Got to keep people on their toes. I, you know what? Eight episodes in a year, though. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. I'm like, I'm still pretty stoked that we've done eight. Well, because this isn't our job. Like, we have day jobs and lots of other stuff coming and going in our lives. Like, Wait, you guys aren't also preparing for these episodes eight hours a day, five days a week? No, no, no. What the fuck am I doing? I mean, like, like Luke's over here with two kittens and, like, regrouting his whole bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke, what like, are some of the... You've been doing some other renos, uh, maybe grout-related, maybe tile-related. What's been going on? Oh, so we're... The cat's bathroom had to get renovated <laughs> because some of that, uh, the poo just didn't come out of the crowd <laughs> as well as we had hoped. So we're, we took it down to the studs and now we're starting <laughs> from bottom up. But yeah, we're, we're doing well. We have a Tyler that's kind of been coming every, every other day this last week. So we're, we're pretty much all tiled up. Wait a minute. You said you had a, a Tyler. So you have a Tyler named Tyler? His name is Domenico. Oh, okay. Which, uh, <laughs> Right. But he goes cool. by Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> His business card says Tyler the Tyler. <laughs> but no, it's great. We'll hopefully by July we'll have a functioning bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna need it. What's been the big pain point of uh, renovating a bathroom? I'm sure there's many. Just getting rid of all the stuff. Yeah. Like 
And then finding out how much crap you have in there, right? That oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Just like get, you know, you got to empty the whole vanity and just pulling out like empty bottles of bleach and toothbrushes. And like I have an electric toothbrush, but every time I go to the dentist, I always grab another toothbrush for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just goes into the van- into the bathroom vanity and, you know, you got to renovate. And next thing you know, you have 36 toothbrushes yep. sealed up. <laughs> That's like the weirdest form of hoarding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But hey, no, like, uh, I know I get what Luke's saying because, like, I do that too at the dentist. Like, take those extra ones because the thing is, you go traveling, man. Like, you don't want to take your nice toothbrush if you're like bouncing around, like, you know, on flights and stuff. Like, if I'm if I'm driving somewhere, yeah, I'll take the uh, the nice toothbrush. Yeah, not not to Europe. <laughs> and I justified it by saying, oh, like these are good if we have guests or something, and if yeah. somebody forgets a toothbrush. But the chances of us us having guests, which we have maybe twice a year without a pandemic and then the chance of them forgetting their toothbrushes as well yeah i think we have enough toothbrushes till the end of eternity at our place you could pretty much like airbnb your place and then have toothbrushes for everyone that stays there oh for sure and there's a london drugs 500 meters from your place too right so it's go load up again if we're running low speaking of toothbrushes we got an electric toothbrush during the pandemic, and I don't know what the fuck I've been doing with my life. Yeah, man. Four electric toothbrushes, but, like, they're the best. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. They're the best. I remember the first time I used mine, I had no idea how dirty my teeth were before <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, you feel like you just got back from the dentist from a cleaning. Mm-hmm. Last mm-hmm. week's sandwich particles are just filtering out. You're like, yeah. what the hell? Pieces of pepperoni, and you haven't had pizza <laughs> yeah. in two weeks. Half a hoagie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be hoarding the 36 toothbrushes anytime soon now. No. Now it's just stockpiling uh, Philips Sonicare heads from Costco. Every time you go there, oh, it's totally. like, yeah, yeah I'm going to stock up on some coffee and let's grab 10 new uh, heads to our toothbrush. Mm-hmm. All right. That's how we do. That's how we do. All right, guys. Well, we got some lovely beers in front of us that we should get to. But first, um, we really want to address this because, uh, I mean, this is this is our medium that we do stuff in. And uh, I haven't personally posted anything online other than like kind of sharing some other stuff that we'll get to in a moment. But at the time of taping uh, last weekend, uh, there was kind of a big shakeup in the brewing community worldwide, actually, about some you know, some really horrible things that have been going on throughout the industry uh, in terms of just how our female colleagues and uh, others in the industry have been treated. Yep. Which, you know, just it's really heartbreaking and frustrating um, at the same time to read all these just, you know, really horrific stories. Yep. And really, uh, I, I, you know, I'm shocked because... We, we've I've this is my fifth year doing this podcast and um I've had I mean I you know I'm a white 30 something male but you know great experiences of meeting so many amazing people in the industry and it's it's just sad that that experience is not equal to everybody 100% it's just really heartbreaking and disgusting and so because this this doesn't just happen in the beer industry let's let's be honest. No. I mean, like, it's, no. it's been... No, it's happening in all industries. And it's yeah. sad that... I mean, we kind of put, at, at least in BC, I think we put the craft beer industry on a bit of a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And we think, like, you know, it's above some of these these issues. Oh, it doesn't happen to us. You know, it's, it's a local business. It's a yep. local industry. But really, like, these things are going on in so many industries. It doesn't matter how sm- small the business is. Yep. It, it's, still, it's still going on. So, like... 
change needs to happen. And Aaron, we were talking earlier when we were driving down to New West, but you know, during the pandemic, we've seen like a lot of these human rights issues really come to light and like get a lot more force and steam behind them. Yep. I think it's like people now that things have slowed down and you're at home a lot and you're having a lot of discussions maybe with your significant other or your family or your kind of bubble. You know, you're having time for these in-depth discussions and a lot of these stories are coming out. And I think that's one of the great things to come from the pandemic is that people are sharing kind of these atrocities that are happening and we're like learning to move forward and people are learning to share them and, and, and try to heal. Mm-hmm. And as weird as it sounds, it's given us an opportunity to see that, oh, some stuff has been broken for a while. Yeah. And, yeah. and change needs to happen on a lot of different fronts. And I know this might just feel overwhelming and where, you know, where do you begin really? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to recognize, uh, you know, a friend of ours in the industry, a girl named Jake, she posted a very helpful guide on Instagram the other day. Um, yeah. Ways that men in the beer in- industry can support their female peers right now. So go to at girl, girl named Jake and read through that. I think it's just part of the, the learning process. Like one, like acknowledging that, you know, if you're a male in the industry that you're privileged. If you're a straight white male, like the three of us here, like we're even more privileged and, and don't experience these things mm-hmm. at all. So it's number one, acknowledging that, but number two, like, you know, speaking up, um, and girl named Jake posted a lot of, you know, different kind of steps that you should be taking, mm-hmm. um, to show your support to, to females in the industry. And there's a lot of really talented, hardworking females in the BC craft beer industry and just the craft beer industry in general. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of really talented female brewers as well in the BC craft industry. There's some breweries that are nearly 100% female ran, Mm -hmm. um, like Barkerville Brewing from from my hometown. Um, We've had Aaron on on the podcast before. And like, you, you see that and it's just gender shouldn't define where you can go in this industry. And unfortunately, for a long time, it has. But Really, it should be the, your work ethic, your skill, your dedica- dedication to the craft. Um, and you know what? M- men are getting a lot of those privileges when, when they have those things and, and females aren't, which is, is, is horrible. And we need to change that. Well, and then I don't want to sound like I'm like not recognizing the comments in the, in the beer industry that have been highlighted. Like I totally am. But like I kind of you see this elsewhere, right? Like we just looked at like the March Madness tournament this year where like just the simple thing of the weight room for the guys compared to like five dumbbells that the girls got, right? right? Like it's, everybody should have equal opportunities across. And yes, yeah. it's easy for us to say, but that takes work. And then not only that, for me as a, as a male, I need to be better of calling out guys when I do see that happen, right? Yeah. And I've been very lucky and fortunate that I've been surrounded by great guys in my life. So unfortunately, I don't see that, which I guess is good, but like, yeah. No, that yeah. is good. Like, yeah. But but yeah, but a like, lot of people do see that, right? Yeah. And but hey, and don't get me wrong, the majority of guys in the beer industry are fucking awesome and stand up individuals, right? But we need to be better of calling out the bad apples, right? So, sure. um, and then not only that, just supporting people in general. And a huge shout out to uh, Jake for posting this guide, and like, just want to acknowledge that it's not her responsibility to no. teach us how to do this stuff. So, like, a, that's a very good and point. I, I mean, it's a awesome, you know guide on her Instagram there kind of outlines a lot of good things that yep. we can do to kind of help this situation in the industry and in every yeah. industry really but she's going out of her way to sort yeah. of give us this information on how to you know behave like human beings in a sense right yeah just it's in a way it's common sense but it's like it's just not happening out there and it's been like this for so long too mm-hmm. so yeah 
big shout out to her for for putting that together. Yeah. And a lot of this stemmed, I think, from Brianne. From uh, she's a brewer uh, in a craft brewery uh, in the U.S. Um, she goes by Rat Magnet on Instagram, but she's been posting a lot of these stories. People are submitting stories to her, um, so she's been sharing a lot of them. And like you read through some of that stuff, and it's just like it's just horrifying. Some of it, and well, a lot a lot of it is just horrifying. And there's so many like you just, you know you think oh this could be a one off here there no there's so many of these stories like you just start the the sheer amount of stuff that's going on and continuing to happen like it's so prevalent that it's just yeah it, it it this change really needs to happen now you you see that like it should have happened a long time ago but i'm glad that like you know her posting these stories has really kind of kickstarted a lot of other people to share their stories and is getting people talking at least right so um no it's it's good to see really in summary like look to anybody who identifies as a woman in the industry anybody of any background really look we're we're here we want to support you in any way that we can and want to see this change and not just in the in the beer industry like i do want to see this kind of just everywhere in life right because yeah. we are on this earth for way too short of a time man and, and like nobody should be denied a chance of doing something that they're passionate about and it just simply starts of like you know not not to call anybody out but it you know there's been some instances where i've been with uh female friends at a bar and servers like just don't think they're like into beer yeah like they like i'll order like a kolsch and they'll bring the IPAs to the table and that's they'll just give me the IPA. Yeah. And I'm like, no, man, like, yeah. like, come on now. She ordered it's the like, IPA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's so much just of that bias. Just it's, yeah, it's, just, world, it's right? just, just little simple things. And so, look, um, we we're we're all here um, to support everybody in the beer industry. And like and the thing is, we're the we, we kind of have the fun job of we're the observers, right? Like, yeah, we're not in this thing full time. But there's so many amazing companies in this province, uh, throughout the Pacific Northwest, throughout North America, really. We're going to support those that are definitely committed making, to change, committed to change, yeah. and and making the effort to do so. Right? Yeah. Actions yeah. speak louder than words, guys. So and and shout out to the shout out to the BC breweries and breweries across the country that have been voicing mm-hmm. their support. Yeah, over the last week because namely like, I here, think, I really want to call out Jordan Foss from Steel and Oak. Man, that yeah. was a beautiful post he did. So, 100%. Like, yeah, we're in New West yeah. at the moment, and yeah, like thanks, Jordan. So yeah, yeah, big shout out to Jordan for that. Speaking of New West, we're in New West, and we have some lovely, lovely beers to get to on this very sunny day. We're not breaking the law because New West is so cool that they have introduced drinking in parks. They have. So, Luke, you're the local. Where are we? We are at Pier Park, which is right along the river. Kind of spans from sort of the end of the key boardwalk. There's kind of a construction site there now, but then it goes to where the old W was that unfortunately burnt down last year. But other than that... See, you can tell that we're outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we the are rumbling up the, the semi-trucks. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a really cool park. They've done a really nice job, and we are so stoked that they finally let us drink in public here without any stress. We're still drinking in little sippy cups, but Mm -hmm. that's just for convenience. We are out here in full force and enjoying every minute of it. You look around, too, and it's like, you know, people think drinking in parks is just a bunch of, like, young adults being dumb and getting too drunk but like you look around here and it's a lot of families walking around with their kids 
kids have got ice cream for the concession yeah. sun tanning and like a few are you know enjoying a a beverage like it's it doesn't have to be there's such a stigma with like just drinking in parks and i'm glad new west has recognized it isn't this big deal it's just people want to go out on a weekend and relax and, and have yeah. a beer in one of the nice areas in the city yeah for sure i feel like most people think of drinking in parks more of like what we're about to do have 16 beers <laughs> between the three of us but yeah, but, look, but we're look, professionals, okay? Okay, yeah. we're, not everybody can handle that. But looking down there to you know where everybody's kind of walking around and sitting, it is very civil and very relaxed. Yeah, do need to acknowledge North Van, who was the first to do it last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was brought on by the pandemic, but like North Van has been leading the charge of like actually catering to what their locals want. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see New West getting on board and like, dude, this is my first time actually down in this park since like the the whole redo. This is just a beautiful space. You've done a really nice job I mean, down here. I mean, Chris and I did take the long way to get here, but uh, <laughs> the really long way, <laughs> scenic stroll. Yeah, we crossed we crossed a bridge that we unnecessarily needed to cross <laughs> to get over here, but now now we've learned our lesson. <laughs> um, also, I want to shout out the concession stand here at the park. I don't know if you two went down and looked at the prices. They're like prices from the 60s. You can get a large <laughs> fries for like $2.50. Where do you get nice. that these days? Hey, I got nice. a couple nickels. I can get a soda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you, like high school lunch cafeteria prices. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Are they doing the taco salad in the 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 uh, Doritos bag? Because that that brings me back to that's when I think a concession. I think of the old taco salad in a Doritos bag. Did your high school do that or you had to do it yourself? <laughs> yeah, I was slanging them out of the hall halls. But like you have to peers. you have to go to your you have to go to your cafeteria and buy those separate items to N- put it together. No, yourself. no, they did it. It was like they did it. Yeah, it was like the Wednesday Whoa. special or something. They were like, "All right, let's cut open half this. Let's cut this Doritos bag open, and then they fire in some ground meat, some lettuce, salsa, some tomatoes, and like that was your uh, that was your taco salad. Wow, and it was actually really good that's cool i mean my standards are pretty low in like <laughs> yeah. grade 10 you but know i'd rock a doritos salad bag right now after we finish taping this we'll probably be in the right mindset for that now oh, they're sure. not a concession stand though unless they have tots do they have tots down there um i'm not sure okay it's been a while since i ordered from there i know they have fish and chips they have fries they have ice cream they have beer at uh certain times new west used to have um like live concerts at this park yep. and during those concerts they yep. would sell uh steel and oak and abc beer nice support the so local. then so then was this park previously licensed but only on like a select day kind yeah. Of? Oh, yeah okay right so all right well i i have a i have a great story about uh fish and chips but let's talk about this beer first chris what are, what, are, what are we enjoying here like yeah so luke has graciously driven around the uh, New West neighborhood and picked up a bunch of beers for us Our and beer meal. has um, also ventured out to uh, Studio Brewing, um, the new brewery in Burnaby, um, and picked up one of their new releases. So we're sipping on first Studio's In Between Days Hefeweizen. It's a lighter Hef, 4.3%. We've been sipping on it for the last, you know, 15 min- minutes or so here. And it's it's nice. It's like an easy sipping summer drink. I find this is I wouldn't call this like a traditional Hefeweizen because to me it's pretty dialed back. You don't get like those. It's not more bready. like bubble. It's, yeah, it's not over bready. Yeah, you don't get some of those like 
Belgian like yeast kind of characteristic. Oh, it's slightly like there with the gum-iness. banana. Like it's kind of banana. You get it's, a bit of that. Yeah, it's not so much uh, bubble gum. It's more banana for me. But it's I would say it's there. It's uh it's a bit dialed back. But I think because it's a lot lighter yep. than other hefts I've had. Really crushable though. It reminds me a lot of the uh, Sierra Nevada Hefeweizen actually. Ooh, so. I haven't had that one. Is it just me or a lot of hefts out there these days? Kind of higher in alcohol. Yeah, I don't, I like don't know. what do they usually hover between like five and a half to like six and a half kind of? Yeah, but I'm like I'm pretty stoked on this one being under five. Yeah, I feel like it, sometimes you get like a thick half and it's mm-hmm. like it's a little too too thick and strong. But no, uh, this is this is great. Yeah, like, yeah is I, I haven't made it out to studio yet myself. You've been out there though, Luke. What's the I, tasting room like? Yeah, so I went out there. I think we had a studio beer on the podcast shortly after they first opened but i stopped there once after they first opened and i think a couple other times just to get some beer to go but yeah. they're they're doing great they have a like a nice large outdoor space they have a nice a, like a built wooden deck but they also have kind of like the cement area out front that has some tables and mm. they just i noticed they got a new little neon sign there that looks really cool on their building and from scene signs right is the it same, the, yeah oh I saw nice. it, it, uh, see, so if you don't know scene signs um they are operate out of the same building as another beer co in new west and they've done a lot of the sign work for another beer co i think they even did that neon sign kind of um art show there Right, yeah. Before, right? Yep. So that's kind of cool that they've, yeah, linked up with Scene Signs for that because they've got, they're kind of weaved into the craft beer industry now, it seems like. And I know they're technically South Burnaby, but they're close enough to New West. I consider them part of my New West bubble. They're yeah. New West North. So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. A, super <laughs> cool. And they're on that bike path there. So if you're just riding two wheels, you can just take the the path all the way from vancouver really like trout lake and then it goes under the sky train all the way and so you could go well now burnaby now you've got three breweries right so you've got studio brewing you've got dagger ad and then you've got steamworks yeah and steamworks is they're kind of on that bike path like close to it they're on the adenac yeah yeah bike path they're right near there they're on williams but close to adenac right so you can do it's a little bit more of a, a stretched out uh, <laughs> beer right. crawl, but Burnaby, they're they're starting to build it up. Maybe it gives you time to refresh in between. <laughs> exactly, yeah, like, yeah. exactly. No, but no, this is uh, this is five stars for me, man. This is a great half. Yeah, so. it's great. So we just finished three of them. There's one more. Should we slam it? How about we save it for the end and we'll we'll do favorites there of like what we're craving. So sounds like a great idea. There we go. Um, right. The other thing about studio, it seems like they've put quite an emphasis on like artwork. So if you look at their can art, like it's they've got a kind of a a cool brand. This one is uh, the limited series. It's different kind of template than some of their mainstays. Like what, what they have a da- Daisy Daisy something. One of their pale ales. It's got some pretty cool artwork. Yeah. But I would say they have like a very like design forward style. And then their photography on their Instagram page is really beautiful too. Yeah. Oh, what do we have next? So from another beer co, which is another New West brewery. What's it called? Is this just called Ah, now that's a better beer? Cream I believe ale. it's yeah. <laughs> I believe it's the cream ale. It is the cream ale. I was just looking for the name. I think the name is just the caption of this beer yeah. can sitting in a recliner drinking a beer can. Yeah. Or is ah. it just a guy in a beer can suit? Like, is it meant to be a beer can? Or is it meant to be just a guy getting off his 
days next to the highway trying to sell beer to <laughs> <laughs> that, that's some guerrilla marketing yeah, like, yeah. Fine. like you know the, you see those guys spinning the arrows you know for the mattress store you know is yeah, it like, yeah, yeah is it is it him like is that his day job i would imagine you would take off your costume before you sat down i don't know you've man, know, just you've, had a long day and you just need to crack beer, that man. beer with your own face on it because he's drinking a beer yeah. literally with a can with his face on it so, so i gotta say when we started this podcast I didn't think that we would be getting hyped about a cream ale, but it just goes to show that the industry in BC is maturing a bit because we're getting hyped about loggers these days. We're getting hyped about pilsners. We're getting hyped about cream ales. I don't know. I'm finding that I'm going back to a lot of these more traditional, I don't know if standard is the right word, but more straightforward beer styles that are really well well done uh, versus you know, uh, a lot of the hazy IPAs and stuff, which I still do really enjoy. But yeah. I feel like there's kind of this evolution where like breweries now, are they're getting excited about making some of these traditional beer styles again. They've well, played around so much with like experimental styles, hybrid styles. They're going back to yeah. um, some of these more more traditional ones. Cheers. So while Chris Here's gets re- yeah, while Chris gets ready, sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, uh, well, uh, no, so like with that, like I've been catching up with a few brewery peeps and reps and stuff. And I've been saying, like, all I've been craving, man, is just those core beers, man. Like, I just, I want a lager. I want a pale ale. You know, give me a really good solid Kolsch, a good half. Like, I'm just I'm just done with hazies and sours for the moment. Like, I'm done with 65 pounds of puree in a beer. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just done. But in saying that, oh, food delivery, look at this. Oh, my God. Okay, so Luke's wife, Brooke, just delivered fries to our table. Brooke, that you're, is the, goat, you're the best. That is goat level. I mean, that is absolute goat level. Wait, can I you mean, confirm though? Luke was talking earlier about the the great prices here. Are these two dollars and fifty cent fries? These are two dollars and fifty cents for a small. Okay. These are five dollars and fifty. Okay, dude, that's still, still a, a bargain. Pretty reasonable. That's though. Still, still a reasonable. that's still a bargain. I mean, I think they put McDonald's fries to shame. Okay, that okay, that's bold. bold. That, that's, that's very bold, bold statement. We'll 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 try and confirm. All right, so like uh, like yeah, I'm just I'm done with the puree beers, and. With that, all the all the brewery owners and reps, they're, they're like, well, it's just selling. And my counterpoint to that, if uh, anybody is a major enthusiast of my podcast will know, I think it was episode nine with Foggy Noggin that I did down in Bothell, where, uh, where Jim said um, that years ago, only like people just thought beer was IPA. And like, that's all people ordered because they didn't know otherwise. And people went to his brewery which is actually in his garage and and he does traditional english style beers but it, and it's just education right so i think hazies and sours and fruited beers have just come so quick and fast in the market and everybody just got on board yeah that people that might be new to beer might just think that that's beer this is very you know? true and and you know they might be aware of the big gigantic crappy loggers of big breweries but um, it's it's just education, right? That hopefully our tasting rooms are opening up to full capacity again and indoor and stuff where, you know, people that are coming in the industry actually try different styles other than just hazies. So that's actually super interesting because I haven't thought about that before. Like if you got into craft beer and your first craft beers were a hazy pale or mm-hmm. a kettle sour or a fruited mm-hmm. sour, that like to your point, that might be kind of what you know about beer like you may have not started with like 
trying some lagers and then evolving into, oh, I'm going to try like a really like, like bitter, like West Coast IPA. And then, you know, moving through kind of like what probably the three of us did. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty interesting that you might go back like someone who, who got in with like a hazy. Well, goes like you, back and is like, what is this lager all about? <laughs> yeah, which is pretty cool too, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like a totally new experience for them. Well, you got to try everything to really appreciate the basics, I think. Yeah. Like not to knock all the, you know, fruited sours and all the, yeah. you know, tons of hops, triple IPAs and stuff. But you don't have a frame of reference for every anything else yeah. unless you try everything else that's opposite from that, right? Yeah. And not only that. They might appear basic, but it is super difficult to make a good lager. Like, exactly. You know, it's difficult to, to make good, solid, quote, basic beers. Not right? to mention yeah. expensive. Well, not you got to have you got to have not as expensive as hazies, man. And the yields are terrible on those things. So, so not as expensive for the ingredients. But yeah, yeah. in terms of like you're taking up way more time in, with tank space. So if mm -hmm. you're a small brewery, like making a lager, it's like, OK, forget about making any other beers using those tanks for the yeah. next like what eight eight to twelve weeks yeah 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 but uh yeah the the brewer in the province that's definitely got it right and he won with the renovation game was uh chris over at swans because he actually has like six lagering tanks in the fourth basement of swans yeah. like yeah that's in victoria yeah. yeah like oh man and those are swans so is such good. a cool place yeah man like they have like 70 taps now of like yeah. guest taps and yeah. everything else. The They're thing, killing it. I was over there at the beginning of last summer um, and he made a cherry rice lager in collaboration with their uh, chef. Yeah. Super solid. Super that sounds solid. really good. Like, There's quite a few yeah. rice lagers coming out yeah. recently, I've noticed. So uh, we're into this cream ale. Uh, want to tell us a little bit about this, Chris? I don't really know that much about it. Other than, Okay, it says it's a classic Oregon Coast inspired cream ale. And I can yeah, see we that. did some really serious digging here to, to get that aka looked at the can. label <laughs> i looked at the label hey we're analog today man we're not looking it up on the website as we normally do so i will say this is a very specific alcohol percentage it's 5.25 they didn't round that up to 5.3 they want you to know <laughs> it's 5.25 shout out to cleat <laughs> over there he's just dialing in that percentage um <laughs> but this is a really really clean cream ale and uh the first thing i noticed when i poured it was just like the head retention and like it's like a very like creamy fulsome head on this beer yeah. and to me when i have like a, a lager that has that it really like adds to the drinking experience it really yeah. adds to to me like the flavor so i don't know that was kind of the first thing i noticed about this that i really enjoyed um, right, i'm gonna challenge cleat on this podcast he might be upset but dude it. dude needs to make a mild english mild yep but make the ABV pie. <laughs> what? Sorry, English mild with an ABV high? No, pie. So 3.14? Three, 3.14. Oh. That pie. You need no, to, but the challenge is he has to do the on the label, it has to be, because yeah. this guy likes specific alcohol percentages, it has to yeah. be the full pie. It can't be, you don't round <laughs> no, no, it. No, 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 no. You don't no, round it no. 3.14. No, 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 you got to no, no, include no, all no, we'll, 700 decimal points. No, 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 no. We'll give him 10. We'll give him 10. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll give him 10, 10 decimal points. <laughs> round to the nearest one millionth. Of a decimal point. <laughs> but um, yeah, I picked this up at uh, ABC a week or two ago. I just noticed, like, I don't know about you guys, but maybe I'm just not noticing it, but nobody's really doing cream ales, right? There's not a lot. I There's know not when, a lot when, out when Mariner uh, first opened, they had a cream ale that was actually really solid. I remember having that. There's, you know, select breweries that do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep that. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> brown though 
I actually yeah, had man. that the other day. Yeah, man. Um, that, that's that's a good beer. Brown that's is good. one of the beers that got me in like into I've had a lot better of beer. In day. It, it's a gateway beer. For it's sure. a fucking yeah. good beer. I, there's no knocking. I go back to it now, and I'm like, that's still a pretty good beer. Yeah. I will say to like my previous comment of like I'm just done with like fruited beers and hazies. Like, come on, if if that's your thing and you're into that, sweet, yeah. that's that's on you, man. But like a beer like this that we're having from ABC, like this is what I'm craving, man. Like, a, just a, it's a no nonsense smooth beer for a beautiful sunny day next to the Fraser River. <laughs> like this is this is the perfect beer for it. I agree, and. Younger listeners, if there are any younger listeners, are going to be like these fucking old heads talking about loggers again. <laughs> hey, didn't they do an episode about yeah. loggers? Yeah, did yeah. they get it out of their yeah. system? They're back yeah. to here. Oh, hey. cream ales. Come on, guys. You got to try the cream ales. Full disclosure, only one of us is becoming a dad, okay? So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we, blame, we blame Luke purely for Sorry, this. everybody. <laughs> you were shopping for cribs the other day, and you're like, oh, I'm really Brooke, I'm really cra- craving a cream ale. We got to head out to ABC. Yeah. Is it just me or they don't make these cribs like they used to? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this pine? What? I'll, I'll tell you what the perfect pairing for this beer, too, is these damn fries, man, from the concession stand, man. This is, this Actually, is these are some, tried these these some next-level fries. Okay, here we go. Chris's first... Live taste. Live taste. They're pretty good, eh? They're like... They're like a mix of McDonald's, but they have a little bit more heft to them. Well, to like Red Robin, the so like right in between. Maybe. Nice amount of salt, I yeah. will say. Yeah, good crunch. What these have over McDonald's fries is that now maybe I'm biased because I recently I got McDonald's on on Friday. Friday was yesterday. That's false. I got McDonald's on Thursday, and the McDonald's on West Fourth by the Safeway is horrible. They I feel like they the food there is sitting there for too long because they don't get enough business, and on the West fries Fork. are always soggy. The fries are always soggy. So, you know, if you go to get fresh McDonald's fries, those are goat level. If you get the ones on the West Fourth McDonald's, no, just they're no. like we cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like thank fuck someone's here. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say these are better because I'm comparing it to terrible McDonald's fries. Fresh McDonald's fries, I don't know, I don't know, man. No nope. call. No, nope. these are doing it for me. These are pretty good though. I mean, like, what did what did Brooks say? These were like five fifty. Yeah, five fifty for a big for the, plate. Like, we got a bucket of fries here, people. And like, this episode of the Drake's podcast is sponsored by the New West Park Concession. If you're looking for fries, you've come to the right place. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we start with the small sponsorships. Eventually, we'll work our way up to ZipRecruiter. You know, that's like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's like long term goals. Yeah. Oh, you know? I think you're seriously overestimating like the people who listen to the podcast, m- ways and means of hiring people. <laughs> Just okay. like, are we hiring at all? Yeah. No. Dregs? No, not yet. That's no. the thing. We need to get that sponsorship money first, and then we'll... <laughs> yeah, unpaid internships. I who think would we, we could hire? offer a few of those. What, what kind of position would we hire for? Um. Well, I don't know. Do someone we? Uh, someone to carry to Luke's, our, Luke's somebody... diaper bag? Yeah. We need a diaper yeah. bag carrier and a beer pourer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 so we're so big in the podcast game. We don't even pour our own beers anymore. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, Starting salary is one hundred and twenty thousand for the beer pourer. Yeah. You know, to to afford to live in Vancouver is this probably what we yeah. need to offer? One hundred twenty thousand for pouring beers for eight podcasts a year. Yeah. I'd say that's like a pretty good. It's a pretty good gig. 
So I don't know if everybody can hear the trains behind us, but this is one of the reasons that I love New West is it's such a cool mix of like residential neighborhood and then heavy industry. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. It just feels so cool. Like there's so much. It's so dynamic, right? Stuff's going on. That's all. Yeah, I mean, the nice sound of, you know, the breeze blowing by, you know, maybe some, like, little waves crashing, and then that screech of the brakes of a train. Like, it's a good mix. Especially with all the empty carriages when they slam together, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. I actually kind of like that. (laughs) We we can hear that at, like, 2 a.m. from our bedroom window. Yeah. Because we kind of face the train tracks there. Luke, I'm just picturing you, like, going to, like going over to your parents' place or you guys are, you know, when you can't travel again, staying at a hotel and you just can't fall asleep because you're like, oh, I just, I need, <laughs> I need some freight trains. The train's trains. crashing is like my sound, my sound machine. His yeah. baby doesn't need the noise box. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, it'll be interesting with the baby to see, I guess, growing up around all this um, industrial. Might be kind of helpful, right? setting yeah. it would probably yeah. be pretty helpful yeah because yeah. like I, I've, I've thought about dogs before that grow up in like the country and then when they come to the city like sensory overload man of oh, like probably like yeah. thousands of dogs that they smell when they're just like out for a walk and just yeah yeah all right luke we're out of beer what are we doing next well next we have from the other new west brewery here steel and oak of course uh IPA, which is actually a collab with 33 Acres. Which is a bit of a surprise because 33 doesn't really collab, to my knowledge anyway. <laughs> like It doesn't seem like yeah. they collab a lot. Or Yeah. Yeah. I no. haven't seen many collaborations from them. I know they've done a few with coffee roasters. Yeah. Because they, I know they did some for Hopart Festival. Yep, yep, yep. But with other breweries, yeah, it's like haven't really seen any collaborations from 33. I mean, they're probably so damn busy with not only 33 acres but 33 brewing exp they've got a lot of their own beers on tap yeah but uh, it's cool to see them collab with um steel and oak wait is it this isn't the first collab they've done is it oh I, no, no 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 i'm sure they've all, done no, some no, others no. but like it's kind of few few and far between not that often like, but right? you know like there's like the usual suspects where like steel and oak is definitely a collaborator uh um, yeah you know daggerad would be probably another one um you know um all the breweries out at Port Moody <laughs> do a lot of collaborations. <laughs> you know, yeah. Another beer co yeah. who are just sipping on, they do a decent amount of collabs. Yeah. But like, you know, when you think of like beers teaming up and collaborating, yeah, like I just, I can't think kind of surprised me that they 33 did. right off the bat. And like, Hey, I could be completely wrong. You, the listener are allowed to fact check us and comment us <laughs> yeah. and comment back to us on our social channels. <laughs> Well, we're going to have to do it. We might have to start a, a segment uh, like Armchair Experts where yeah. they do the fact the fact checking. Errors and omissions at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is getting this, but I'm just pouring this and I got like a strong sort of bubblegummy smell, which is quite. I'm Yeah, I get a little bit of that, but I just took a sip of it and ooh, got a piney resin thing going on and it is lovely. So as we're taping, you'll... Uh, no doubt, notice the beautiful photography being done by Luke. He is uh, snapping the pour here of that Chris is doing the one-handed pour as Chris holds a microphone. This um, is this, these are the struggles. See, this is why we need <laughs> yeah. our intern 
Uh, hired exactly. at, hired by ZipRecruiter. We're doing too many things at once. Okay? Yeah. 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 And Chris with the one-handed pour, uh, he's not, not he has not mastered it yet. He, normally he uses two hands, That <laughs> two hands on the can. That'd be a tough look. <laughs> two-hand pour? <laughs> that That's a tough look. So one thing uh, when I was just looking online about this beer is it sounds like they tried to source all local ingredients for this beer. I think originally they had said they tried to source all ingredients, 33 Within 33 kilometers acres. of... <laughs> 33, I think they did, it, yeah. Did they say acres or yeah, kilometers? I think they okay. said acres, yeah. Uh, of the brewery, of 33, I think, right? Or was it still Oak? Fact check us on that one. Yeah, I mean... One. We're I, hiring. I, I would hope it was 33 acres around Steel and Oak and not 33 acres because <laughs> there's there's not a lot going on <laughs> yeah. around 33 acres. Yeah, exactly. It's residential. So I think they found once like... Yeah, <laughs> well, we're just going to raid our neighbor's garden. Yeah, we're not going to get enough <laughs> hops from... Uh, Jim down the road, uh, <laughs> then they expanded it to just, you know, local hot farms and stuff, but it's still cool. It goes to show like the commitment to, um, the commitment to supporting local businesses. 33, like they, I know they've Appreciate done the slow walk. I mean, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we edit this. We just, well, I do have to shout out <laughs> yeah. that guy. Sorry to interrupt, but I do need to shout out that guy. He was walking by with some, uh, sandals there. And then he saw us, and he did the slow heel toe walk past us as we're taping. That man, we should focused give him on having the lightest tread possible. Like, he said, "Whoa, is that the dregs? <laughs> Whoa, I better tread lightly." Why don't those guys have an intern? It's amazing. <laughs> Where's their production staff? Why don't they have a professional shush, shusher? <laughs> just someone, <laughs> somebody out here just directing Standing traffic by the train tracks yeah. in U.S. Just. <laughs> The old U.S. Police Department traffic division, whistles and all, just kind of pointing. Maybe the retirees from that, they can come over, they can, you know, do a little part-time. Yeah, we'll pay them in beer. Exactly. This is lovely. This one pours with a delicate, pillowy head, I must say. Uh, You'll probably see the photos at the Drake's podcast on Instagram. Hazy. But you guys were saying it's uh, it's got some resiny, kind of tiny. It does, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a really, really delicious IPA, though. Yeah, this totally is. And see, this sometimes is my problem with collaborations because they're like one-off beers. That you just want to have. But I want to have this every week (laughs) for the rest of my life afterwards because that's that's, this good of a beer. This one's interesting because it's got a lot of like, I'm getting like some kind of melon notes, definitely like fruit forward. But mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's got that kind of like resiny it's undertone like, it's, it's to like it. It's like resiny cantaloupe. It's like really, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, totally. And I mean, like as an IPA, it's not that hoppy and not that bitter. And it's like I feel like it's dancing between that hazy and like bitterness like really yeah. well, right? Because yeah. the end, at the end, you get that like kind of dry finish, mm-hmm. a bit drier, slightly bitter, resiny kind of finish to it. Yeah. Which balances nicely with uh, the fruit forward. Yeah. Great stuff. This is really good. Nice selection, Luke, I must say. This is just amazing, man. Like, thanks for picking this up. Like, no worries. I mean, it's like it's a good 14 really good steps from my place, so it was the least I could do. I mean, I, I you have more beers in there. You brought a whole cooler. So, I mean, we weren't planning on drinking this, but what are we opening? What are, what are we opening now? Well... We have, which is not from New West, but it happened to make its way into my cooler. So here we are in New West, opening it up. 
the Main Street Brewing Poolside Hazy IPA, which is new release this week, was it? Yeah, so uh, the Poolside Hazy IPA is the last installment of the Vacation Series for right. Main Street, which they've been releasing over the past few months. All very different styles of beer, I might add. Um, I love the retro can art that they've the done. The can art is really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. So this just came out on Friday. So as of taping, it came out uh, yesterday. And yeah, I actually, I, I had a couple yesterday and it's a really solid hazy IPA. It's got a nice um, bitterness to it, but it is definitely fruit forward. You get some really solid tropical notes to it. So I would say it's an easy drinking IPA, but it's got like a good backbone to it. I don't know. This vacation series is 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 pretty cool. Like it's all very different styles of beer. They did, I think, uh, they did like a salted lager. Um, they had a sour in there. Um, so yeah, just kind of experimental stuff. Aaron's doing a selfie recording. My left side is my good side, Aaron. <laughs> Which I caught. The back of my head is my good side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you see me from 20 feet away, kind of indistinguishable, that's my good side. I have a face for radio, man, and that's why I got <laughs> yeah, into radio yeah. in that's the first place. That's why we're doing... That's why we don't video record this podcast. <laughs> we don't need to shave. We don't need to like... Even really put on clean clothes. No, no we don't need to like, put on pants. You know. No, we're just all here in the park. <laughs> Wait, we should yeah. clarify. We do have pants on in at the public park. Short shorts, but pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like this though. This is a great. I mean, dude, like let let's go swimming <laughs> to the river. <laughs> to the river. <laughs> no, it's a pool party, man. As I was drinking this, I was thinking I really want to just jump into the ocean down at Kits. I think you really just want to jump into that head that you just poured on this one (laughs) one handed pour again. Oh my! That only got my nose wet. I I wanted to get like full on. (laughs) I wanted to full on dive into the ocean, but then I remembered that (laughs) there is been a lot of strong suggestions in past summers to not go swimming near Kitts Beach. I, I think well, there was like some contamination issues. Well, like yeah. just like here in the river, I'm looking at this current, man. This current is going at a good whip right now, good man. Clip, like, yeah. Um, so newest fact here, which is pretty cool. Every once in a while when we come, every once in a while, but I mean, maybe twice a week, we go for a walk along the key, which is the boardwalk. I believe it's uh, pronounced the, the quay. Yeah, yeah, as Chris calls it, the quay. <laughs> <laughs> no quay. Are you serious? It's the quay. Uh, but anyway, continue. we see people starting at about, you know, the 1st of March till maybe the end of September. There's a group of people on jet skis and sea that rip up and down the river, which is pretty cool to see. But it's like they start when it's cold out and they're just they're going like full throttle up the fraser river they're doing little whips and turns around it's it's pretty pretty funny to see hey luke uh since you're a train enthusiast and a train spotter what what type of locomotive is going on here what (laughs) huh um I don't know. I think we have a, a BNSF uh, Burlington Northern Santa Fe engine. Well, Luke, followed by to, some Luke used to tag trains. Didn't followed you know? by some CN boxcars, also pulling some auto racks, which are probably coming from um, 
Fraser Mills. All right, so uh, it's that time of the podcast that everybody loves. Everybody looks forward to every time we release an episode on that, you know, schedule that is so tight and just so predictable. It's time for Luke's words of wisdom. Luke. Well, I like how you say that, but we don't really get that much feedback on the podcast that I am starting to doubt that you're that people are actually looking forward to this segment. Oh, I, I get the <laughs> we look forward all to the this time. segment. So and that's I at least for- two other people. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess my word of wisdom this week would be if you have cats. Back to the cats. Back to the cats. Back to the cats, I see. Back to the cats. Broken record, man. If you have cats and you are not on the ground floor, be really careful with any windows or doors that you leave open. Uh Uh-oh. So we're on the fourth floor of our building. Home of Rick. And we're we're doing some bathroom rentals. So we had our um we had our Tyler in I think this was like a this Monday or whatever. It's Tyler Tyler. Totally irrelevant when Tyler showed up to our place. (laughs) But we had some, him and I were in the bathroom. We were kind of looking around and there's some decisions to make with the tiles, right? Yeah. Do you want this one here, this one here? Where do we start? Whatever. So we were in there and I thought to myself, before I make this decision, I better call Brooke over. Mm -hmm. And she just happened to be out on the patio and I called her over and I guess the the patio was left a little bit open. Uh-oh. Yep. When we got back to the patio, we noticed both of our cats were out there. <laughs> oh, jeez. And we're they're not patio savvy cats. They're still no. kittens. They're like eight months old or something. So we were like frozen in time, just kind of panicking, wondering what to do. And each of us just kind of went out onto the patio. And there's the male cat, which is kind of the more like spunky rambunctious one he sort of saw us approach him he got freaked out and he jumped from the sort of seating area we have on our patio onto the railing oh jesus and of course the two of us panicked and we went even closer to him which was <laughs> panicked okay, him more. Yeah. <laughs> Look, looking back we did all the wrong things <laughs> yeah yeah as we approached him he like freaked out and started running across like along the railing to get back to the door to get into our place. Yeah. And of course, as he's tightrope walking, he slipped, fell onto the roof. Luckily, it's a sloped roof (laughs) there. At this point, we just backed off. We're like, (laughs) this is like in the hands of anything but our destiny at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm having flashbacks now. This was quite traumatic. <laughs> yeah. hey, so, I noticed sorry. you're shaking and sweating. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was so. In Brooke's defense, this is not her fault. No, no. I'm going to blame you, Luke. No, because, I don't. You know, no, I'm I called bl- her over. Oh, no, I no, called no, her over. No, 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 no. I'm going to blame you because you left your psychology books out, and the kittens read that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, what is the meaning of life? They decided to yeah. go out on the patio because it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, no, there's more to this than just this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not blaming her at all. I called her over. I, it's so the next thing that happened. So he's scurrying across this like 45 degree angle roof. We're just watching. He hits something. He slips. He starts sliding down, and we're four stories up. And we look over and he's hanging off the gutter like the, have you guys seen the, the hang in there? Oh, hang in there, baby. Yeah. Hang yeah, in yeah, there, that, baby. That cat that's that just poster, hanging yeah, there yeah, like yeah. this. 
he's hanging off of the gutter oh of my our god. fourth floor. Oh my god! Roof. I'm stressed out with even hearing this. It was intense. He's hanging there, and we were just at this point. It was like, it's in God's hands. Whatever God is, whoever God is, <laughs> hopefully he has hands because it's in his right now. <laughs> and we just watched him, and he like muscle man pulled himself up, <laughs> like ripped it onto the balcony, and jumped. So is this back Otis or is this Opal? Otis. So Lizard. O- Otis has been hitting the gym. Because he's doing he those, uh, but it he's was doing those, those pull-ups. Like I thought it would have been. Thing. I thought it been squid with his tentacles coming <laughs> yeah, out there. No, squid, squid, suction cupping his way back yeah, yeah. to the apartment. It was just like looking from far away, like what is going on? This is insane. <laughs> yeah. But he made it back in. But anyway, back to the beginning. Watch out for those open doors, especially if you're above a gl- ground floor. Especially if you have multiple cats. Yeah, because they're hard to control. And as soon as you like approach them to gather them out there, they usually, you just freak them out. Yeah. I blame the psychology books. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch out if you have any psychology books at home. You're just yeah. going to want to throw those out. So, I mean, hopefully we do pretty okay bringing a human into this world. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're not going to get up on the railing. Um, yeah. Maybe like year three or four, but... But yeah, that was a that was a wild story from this week. But all right, that's all. That this right. sounds. I right. I can't right. say I've had any stress. All right, we boys. Can, I think we should end this thing here. Yeah, it's getting a little weird. It's getting a little weird. It's getting a little weird. I will say before we end this that I I messaged our beer friends group on uh, Instagram and oh, yeah. I got I don't know Luke if you can mimic the sound of crickets, but um. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I will say, shout out to James Hoppafet. He did reply, hmm. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. When you're inviting us over for a barbecue, bud, I mean, like, that was just a meat We will raise a Hoppa Caesar to you, my friend. Hmm. It's the Drake's podcast. I mean, come on. That's just three... 30-something white guys talking nonsense, drinking beer in a park in the shadow of the Patella Bridge. Follow us, comment, have fun, be safe. See you next time.